Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents, A Skip Across the Universe, Chapter 1, The Briefcase. Ryan, who is in his early 20s wearing casual business attire, walks in the front door of your typical Rambler-style house. He stands in disbelief at the sight of his roommate Cody, who was also in his early 20s, sitting at the kitchen table dressed in jeans and a t-shirt, staring at a black briefcase. Ryan, expecting some kind of acknowledgement, gets nothing from Cody. Why the fuck are you sitting at the kitchen table staring at a briefcase? Cody ignores Ryan and just continues to stare at the briefcase. Ryan, irritated, takes a step towards him and claps his hands together. Hey, dipshit! Cody, startled, looks up at Ryan. What? What do you mean, what? I've been standing here talking to you for like a minute, weirdo. Really? What the hell is the deal with the briefcase? I found it. You found a briefcase? Cody holds up his finger, shaking it back and forth. I didn't find a briefcase. I found this briefcase. Okay, so where did you find that briefcase? Over an old man's trail. Old man's trail? Yep. Why the fuck were you over there? Cody shakes his head in disgust. Crash the drone again. We find Cody from earlier in the day standing in a field, smiling as he controls his drone that is zipping across the sky. That's right, baby. I'm just like fucking Maverick and shit. I'll fly against any motherfucker any fucking time. Cody's smile suddenly turns to panic. Oh, shit. Cody frantically looks down at the controller as the drone bounces off the top of a couple trees, then disappears. Cocksucker! That's really fucked up. I know, right? I I had control of it and- Not that you crashed the drone, numbnuts. The fact that you didn't go into work today. Cody leans back in his chair and looks out the back window at the sunny day, then back at Ryan. Have you seen the weather today? It's fucking amazing out there. There's barely a whisper of a wind. I could not honestly force myself to go to work with these types of conditions just taunting themselves in my face. The bird was aching to get airborne, and until the crash, she was flying like a champ. Do you even realize how far behind we are on bills? I unplugged the phone because I got sick of all the bill collectors calling. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You ha- Are you quoting Rocky again? Just because I didn't write it doesn't make it not so. I swear to God, talking to you is like talking to a brick wall sometimes. Cody, confused, tries to decipher Ryan's last comment. So what's in it? In what? The fucking briefcase! I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's one of those fancy type briefcases with the number things and I've yet to figure out the combination. Ryan takes a step toward the table, but Cody sticks his hand out, stopping him. Stop. Why? I think you should know that there is kind of a weird thing going on with this briefcase. Ryan looks at the briefcase, then back at Cody. What do you mean? Weird how? Ryan walks over and grabs hold of the briefcase and spins it around, but quickly recoils in horror at the sight of a severed hand attached to the briefcase by handcuffs. The handcuffs actually go through the wrist. Jesus fucking Christ! 
Ryan lets go of the briefcase and stumbles backwards over a chair, then onto the ground. Cody, nonchalantly, grabs the briefcase and spins it back around towards him. I tried to tell you there was something weird about the briefcase. Weird? Ryan points at the severed hand. That's far from fucking weird, man. That shit is flat out fucked up. Cody shrugs his shoulders, unable to come up with a reply as Ryan pulls himself up off the ground. We need to call the cops. Let's take it down a notch here. Obviously, you're a little rattled by the severed hand and maybe a couple deep breaths would help. A little rattled? I can safely say that I'm completely rattled by that shit. Calling the cops is the only option. Maybe we don't want to do that? In what fucking world would calling the cops not be a good idea? Think about it. If we call the cops, those bastards are just going to come in here and take it away. Why do you say that as if you would be disappointed? Listen, man, this isn't your average everyday kind of briefcase. No shit! I don't even know why I'm standing here discussing this with you! Ryan walks over and plugs the phone into the wall, then picks up the receiver. You said it yourself, that the bill collectors keep calling, right? So obviously we need money. Maybe if you would drag your lazy ass to work for once, we wouldn't be in this situation. That's neither here nor there. That doesn't change the fact that this briefcase is sitting on this table in front of us right now. I am completely dumbfounded right now, Cody. You honestly think we shouldn't call the cops? Cody leans back, motioning toward the briefcase. I'm not saying we shouldn't call the cops. I'm just saying we shouldn't be so quick to call them right now. You gotta think that a briefcase with a severed hand attached to it has to have something of significant value in it. Ryan pushes down the number nine on the phone. You want to know the difference between an adventure and a dilemma? Ryan pushes the number one. What the fuck are you rambling on about? It's the person's attitude. You think I have a bad attitude about all of this? What I'm trying to say is, let's go on an adventure. Let's open this fucker up and see what it brings. All day, every day, all we do is run around like little ants trying to bring food back to the nest in an effort to survive. I'm just sick and tired of life, man. I need this more than you know. Please, just hang up the phone. Ryan looks down at the phone, then at Cody. Please. Ryan slowly places the phone back in its cradle. If we open this thing up and it's something bad, then you gotta promise me we are calling the cops. Cody, smiling, raises his hand up. You have my word on that, amigo. Ryan walks over and sits on the other side of the table. So, you found this in the woods by Old Man's Trail. You damn skippy. Cody is walking through the woods, smoking a joint, looking for his drone. Come on, where the fuck are you? Looking down at his controller, he realizes he is very close to it. All right, all right, all right. He carefully scans the area, finally spotting the drone tipped on its side. There you are, baby. Cody pushes through several bushes and leans down to pick up the drone, but suddenly stops when he notices the briefcase next to it. What do we have here? Cody grabs the bottom of the briefcase and pulls it towards himself, but quickly lets go. Jesus! Cody looks down at the severed hand hanging from the handle of the briefcase. Dude, that is weird as a beard. 
Ryan, sitting at the kitchen table, stares at the briefcase. So what numbers have you been trying? Everything. Let me see it. Cody slides the briefcase across the table. Ryan carefully looks it over, then grabs it on the sides and lowers it down, making sure not to touch the hand as he looks the number dials over. Ryan leans back as he plugs his nose. That fucking thing smells. No worries, I've got this. Cody reaches under the table and comes back up with a can of Febreze and sprays the hand with it. This shit is like magic. Cody leans in and smells the hand. Totally scentless. Why don't you make yourself useful and get a pot of coffee going? This might take a while. Cody slaps his hands together as he jumps up from the table. Fuck yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Let's do this. Bring on the adventure. Just get the fucking coffee. Night has fallen as Ryan, tired, sits in front of the briefcase trying various number possibilities, but nothing is working. Nothing? Ryan, irritated, looks up. Does it look like it's open? Cody looks over the briefcase as Ryan looks at him dumbfounded. No, no it doesn't. Then stop asking. Suddenly, one of the latches pops open. Holy shit! What? One of them opened. Cody hurries to Ryan's side. What was the number? Ryan looks down at the dial, then sits back up with a concerned look across his face. Well? Six, six, six. Really? That's a bad sign. We should just stop now and call the cops. Dude, they're just numbers. Cody grabs the briefcase and spins it towards him and enters the same numbers on the opposite side, causing the latch to open. Let's see what we've got. Cody slowly opens the briefcase, and they both look down in confusion. What the fuck? To be continued in Chapter 2.